Praise the Lord. God bless once again. It is morning time and God has wakened us out of our sleep, out of our slumber, given us another 24 hours or maybe not. One thing we do know, it was him who gave us another day. This is the day that the Lord has made and it's time to rejoice and be glad that he did it. Yes, it's the Faith Power Hour show where we encourage the lost and the found to seek the Lord while he may be found, to call upon his name while he is near. Don't forget to pray. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. Acknowledge him in all your ways. Yes, in all thine ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and flee from evil. It shall be health to thy navel and marrow to thy bones. Come on, get ready, get your Bibles, get prepared. We're going to be studying the book of Philippians today. Yes, God has a word and it is a way in the life of a child of God, how we should live our life day by day. We don't live our life for tomorrow because it's not promised. We live for the day. That if God came today, if Jesus was to come to get us today, that we would be ready. Paul is going to teach us how we should walk during the day. Yes, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, how we should walk before our Lord. Sister Robinson will be with us today to minister to us in prayer with a word from Philippians 4. So I pray that you will stick and stay and allow God to bless your heart. Yes, you know he will. All you got to do is open up your ears and let him in. God bless you now. Talk with you soon. In Jesus' name. Good morning, everyone. This is Sister Salone speaking and I would like to um, talk to you guys about um, walking in the light as a child of God. And I want to leave you all with a message. And the message is referenced from the book of Philippians um, chapter 4, verse 13. I mean, the whole book of Philippians is pretty much just guide you and tell you the importance of walking the righteous way, walking as a child of God and what you will receive and how he feels as a walking as a child of God. Um, Paul, he speaks about walking as a child of God in the book of Philippians. So please take the time to read this because it's very um, fulfilling and it's words of encouragement that we should gain and retain. Um, so I'm going to go to um, Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. And it's just one verse, but it just spoke to me. And verse 13 says, I can do all things through Christ. Who strengthens me. I'll read that again. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And it spoke to me because 
times can be very challenging. It can be very hard. And, you know, no matter who we are, no matter where we are, no matter what we're going through, it's important that we come to God, come before God to pray and ask him to help us, to guide us. Because we need it. And that's how we want to get through each day. And he has given us the tools by reading the Bible. And we have to use those tools, which is his words, to help us. We have to supply those words in our life daily. It's not easy, but it's important that we keep coming to him. Just because things in your life may seem hard, it's okay. We shouldn't have to worry. Easier said than done. But when you think about it, God will take care of all things. Just because things don't seem to be um, working out for you right now, tomorrow is another day. So we have to trust and believe. Where's that faith that we have in God? Sometimes he may not come when you want him to, but he comes on time. So we just know We just need to know that God is who he say he is and he's going to do what he say he's going to do. And just remember, you can, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So I want to leave you guys with a prayer to pray and to know that you're going to be okay. And if there's anyone else in need of this message... Spread the message. Spread the gospel. Because we all need to stick together and be there for one another. So, Heavenly Father, thank you, Heavenly Father, for waking us up today. Lord Jesus, we need you more and more each and every day, Lord. Please, we ask that you hold us, Lord. Comfort us, Lord. Give us peace of mind. Give us strength, Lord. Open our ears so we can hear you. Open our hearts so we can soften our hearts, Lord. To take away the pain. Whatever we're feeling that doesn't feel good, Lord, take it away. And replace those uh, negative thoughts or negative feelings with positive feelings and positive thoughts, Lord. We come to you, Lord, because only you, only you can help us get through this. Whatever we're going through, Lord. And we are still happy. Because without you, we wouldn't have love. Who will we come to? Who, who will we run to, Lord? You are here for us, Lord. We see that and we believe that you are our Christ Jesus. In Jesus' name that you are who you are. We see that, Lord. And we want to thank you. We still are grateful no matter what we go through. It's because of you, Lord. It's because of you, who wake us up every day, Lord. And as we here on this earth, we act that you guide us so that we can do your work because it's your will, Lord. It's your will. And let it be done, Lord. But as we are doing your work, Lord, because of your will, we need you to help us. Hold on to us. Let us cling to you, Lord. Let us look up to you, Lord, because we need you, Heavenly Father. We need you. Yes, we do, Lord. And Lord, we come to you because we need that strength, Lord. 
so we can keep our heads up high, Lord. So that we can be not only for ourselves, Lord, but be there for others. Because we all are family. We have to stick together, Lord, and spread the gospel, Heavenly Father. Thank you. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in your name, we pray and we say amen, amen, amen. Guys, it's going to be okay. I want you guys to have a great day because it's going to be all right. I'll talk to you guys soon. Once again, together uh, as children of God, um, lifting up holy hands to him and saying thank you. Again, we have been given life uh, to worship the name of the Lord once again. And we would have it no other way. That is what we live for. That is the hope that is in us that we will have a chance to say thank you each and every day that we get. And when it's all and over down here and we're gone home into heaven, uh, we'll be around that throne uh, doing the same, thanking him for what he has done through Christ Jesus, the son of the living God. We have been given a chance for life. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Life. Christ is life. And we have inherited uh, that life itself. For as I often say, a life without Christ is not life at all. In fact, it is a death sentence. And so that is not um, what we desire. And that is not the reason we came to him. We came to him because we realized that the life that we was living was not the life fashionable for a Christian or for a human being to live. And we changed our ways according to the will of God. Um, We believed in the word. And so here we are today. Uh, Get your Bibles. It's going to be a great study. We're going to the book of Philippians. And we're going to stay in the book of Philippians as long as God requires us to. Um, I believe that he's going to teach us this morning um, concerning the ways of a child of God. And that... Uh, here in the book of Philippians um, four four chapters long that is what we're going to do we're going to do the entire book of Philippians so I want you to be encouraged to stay with me again we do 10 minute segments okay Um, the segments have been cut from 13 to 10 only because some phones are not carrying over 10 minutes of activity time. If you can find um, your way to your settings and get your phone to give you more activity time, that would help. But 10 minutes for each segment, uh, 30 minutes a lesson is not bad. 10 minutes each segment, that's not bad. So we're spending some time together. Um, I want to start here at the first chapter of Philippians. Uh, 
Um, and so get your Bibles and let's go. Let's start to enjoy the words of Paul uh, to the people, to the Philippian people. All right. Paul and Timothy is the servants of Jesus Christ to all the saints in Christ Jesus, which are in Philippi with the bishops and deacons. Grace be unto you in peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine, for you all make requests with joy. Listen, uh, Paul is now um, thanking the people um, in an encouraging way um, for their due diligence in their grace and love and peace towards him and his condition right now. Um, He's really thanking them and he is letting them know that they are always on his mind. He says, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you. He, he, he's, he's, he's keeping um, the children of God uh, close to his heart and remembering all the good things about them. Listen to what he says in verse 4. Always in every prayer of mine for you all making requests with joy. He's praying for them. And this is what a child of God does. Paul is a great example of how we should think on one another and pray for one another. No animosity should be in our hearts for anyone except to pray for them that God, whatever is ailing them, be it anger or grief or strife, and you'll hear that in these words in this first chapter, that we should always be praying for one another. Our first thought should be of one another. That's the mark of a great Christian, okay? Great meaning not better than anybody, but that is your character. Um, He says here, uh, verse 5, For your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Christ Jesus, until Jesus Christ, the day of Jesus Christ. He is saying that what God has done in you, and I want you to take this personal because you're walking the life of a child of God. And so what God has done in you right now today, he's going to continue. He's going to be, he's going to make a good work out of you. He's not going to, what he started, he's going to finish. And he's going to finish it up until that day when Jesus comes back to get us to take us home. He will not stop working on you and working with you until that day. But you stay in Christ Jesus because without that, uh, that workmanship cannot be complete. Listen, God doesn't start something he can't finish and he will finish because there's an expected end for each and every one of us. And that end is in heaven. Listen here. He says, uh, verse seven, he says, even as it is meet for me to think this of all of you all because I have you in my heart and as much as both 
in my bonds and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel. Ye all are partakers of my grace. Now he says of his grace. That means of his love. He loves you. And I would like to say the same that um, I do this because I love you, because that's what we are called to do to love one another. You are partakers of my grace. We are all partakers of the grace of God, the grace of his sweet Holy Spirit, and that love is in us. And so we love ye one another as Christ have loved us. For God is my record, how greatly I long after you all in the bowels of Jesus Christ. His longing for you, his longing for the children of Philippi, the children of God in Philippi, is... um, is 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 in his heart it is um it is true it is unfeigned it is um a great love that he longs to be with them and so uh he keeps this uh love for them near and dear to his heart he says here in verse uh uh, nine and this i pray that your love may abound yet more and more in knowledge and in all judgment. He wants them to grow in Christ Jesus. See that the attitude of a great teacher or great leader is that they learn more about God. They learn more about uh, Christ. They learn about the gospel of Jesus Christ, which is going to keep us until the day of redemption. This is what a great leader is supposed to do, a Christian leader. Because you got a lot of leaders in this world, but they are not leading according to the way of God. And again, we don't judge them. That's what they chose to do. But we have to remember, in order to be children of God, we must learn of God. And Paul is saying here, he says, And this I pray, that your love may abound yet more. Abound means be full. That your love be full. Remember, it's all about love. But that your love be full uh, for the, to, to, to know more about Christ, the knowledge. Uh, that knowledge is about Christ. That knowledge is about heaven. That knowledge is about God. And in all judgment, okay? So we got to be uh, built up in the Word of God. Uh, Ephesians 5 and 26, by the washing of the water of the Word, okay? Uh, This segment is just about over and we're coining this a Christian's way of life. That's the study now, a Christian's way of life. God bless you. See you soon. back again um, in this book of Philippians. This is our second segment, segment number two. Um, this way you are able to to um, chronicalize each segment by its number. This is segment two, Philippians. And so we're in the first chapter uh, by way of the ninth verse we left off. 
And I will repeat that ninth verse. It says, In this I pray that your love may abound before yet more and more in the knowledge and in all judgment. That that knowledge of him, but the knowledge of Jesus Christ. He's teaching about Jesus Christ. No good teacher will teach of himself. He may give make himself as an example, but he will not teach about him. It is not he is not the important piece. It is Christ Jesus that we must learn about. So we can teach others about Christ Jesus. I can't teach anybody about Christ Jesus if I'm teaching about myself, okay? I don't matter. And you can't go to heaven knowing about me. You, the only way that anyone is going to get into heaven, they need to know about Christ Jesus, who will then teach them about God. And that is what we want, that knowledge and that wisdom that is talked about in Philippians. Um, I mean, in the book of Proverbs, in the beginning of Proverbs, to get wisdom and to get knowledge is to have God. Okay, so um, let's continue on. We're going to go to verse 10. That ye may know, that ye may approve. You have your Bibles, you know I'm stumbling a little bit there. That ye may approve things that are excellent. That ye may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ. Okay? Hear what he's saying. That ye may may approve things that are excellent. What is excellent? Christ Jesus. What is excellent? The way of the Lord. We're learning this morning. We're going to be studying and we're going to coin this study the way of a Christian life. Okay? The ways of a Christian life. All right? Keep that in mind. The ways of a Christian life. That ye may approve things that are excellent. That ye may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ being filled with the fruits of righteousness which are by Jesus Christ unto the glory and praise of God. Everything. Okay, remember I said, as you learn of Christ, you learn of God. And this is what we're here to learn. Yes, you may uh, get examples of my life or Paul giving examples of his life, but it is all to let you know is that through Christ Jesus that I am here today and because of what he's done, not because of what I've done. And you are who you are today in Christ Jesus because of what uh, Christ has done for you. And you're going to learn that and then you'll be able to teach that to others. Remember, uh, God told the Israelites back in Deuteronomy um, chapter 5 and 6, he says, teach them of me. Teach your children of me. So when they grow, they will know this won't be absent from their mind who God is. And so that's what we're doing as children of God. He says here in verse 12, but I would, but I would ye should understand, brethren, that the things which happened unto me have fallen out rather unto the furtherness of the gospel. So everything that's going on in his life is to further the gospel, to see, as you see his struggle, as you see my struggle, you see in it Christ Jesus, so that my bonds in Christ are manifest in all the palace 
and in all other places, okay? This is all about God. Your struggles uh, should not be uh, self-will, but Christ's will, okay? I go through for uh, the knowledge of Christ. I struggle, I suffer to gain. My suffering in the spirit is of gain. You understand? Because as I learn to suffer, I learn the fruits of the spirit. I learn what it means to 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 know Jesus. I learn what it means to know God. You know that song, Do You Know What It Means to Suffer? Do you know what it means to live holy? Do you know what it means to live right? Yes, it means. Yes, it means. Yes, it means. Okay? So it means Christ Jesus. All right? And so this Paul is trying to encourage the people to understand that it furthers us as we suffer. It furthers us in our journey. He says here in 13, so that my bonds in Christ are manifest in all the palace. See, everything that he's going through is going to be manifest. It's going to be known in, about Christ. It's going to be known. And many of the brethren of the Lord waxing confident by my bonds are much more bold to speak the word without fear. Understand this. Like you, you know, you don't get sick and, and um, all of a sudden you stop preaching the word of God. That does not happen. But a lot of people get sick and they go and lay down somewhere and, and die or they go lay down and they just give up because, but that's not the way of a child of God. No matter what your situation is, no matter what condition you're in, no matter where you are, Paul was in prison uh, and he was going through some great controversy while in prison, but at the same time, he was lifting up the name of Jesus. We don't just give up. Christ didn't give up when he was going to the cross. He didn't give up when people slandered his name. Uh, He didn't give up. This thing that we do is because we have a greater home and glory. There is a place that we're trying to get. And if we give up, we can't get there. So what Paul is trying to say is that everything that he's going through is being manifest to people everywhere. That Paul is in prison, but do you see how he's still preaching the word of God, that love that is in him for Jesus Christ? Can you understand that? That love, that that um, that heartfelt, that deep presence of Christ Jesus still exists in him, even though he has been locked up and treated as a common animal. He is in chains, but he is still loving and teaching the word of God. He has not given up. Listen to what he says here in verse 14. And many of the brethren, Lord, waxing confident by the word, are much more bold to speak the word without fear. Now, that makes you, that makes you uh, even more willing to teach the word of God, to let people know about Christ Jesus because of what he's going through. And he can still do it in your freedoms. You go and you go forth and teach the word of God. Listen, 15, some indeed preach Christ even of envy and strife, and some also of goodwill. So there's two different kinds of people. And we're going to get into that. Um, there's some who are doing it because they want to make Paul look bad. 
And so they're doing it out of envy, jealousy of Paul, how how great a man God has made Paul. And um, so they're jealous of that. Remember, Paul had a calling from the book of Acts. And Christ told uh, the apostle Ananias to go and heal him because he had a great work for Paul to do. You know, we're all called uh, to a certain level uh, in Christ Jesus. And so we have to accept that calling. But many are jealous of Paul's calling, like some may be jealous of your calling. Um, What is your calling? Do you know what that is? It is important for you to understand that whatever Christ has called you to do, you do just that. First and foremost, he's called you to be a child of God um, so that you will uh, live the righteous life that will give you entrance and inheritance into the kingdom of heaven, okay? This is God's will, that none should perish, as it says in Peter that uh, none should perish, but that all should come into eternal life, okay? Uh, we're going to come back and we're going to talk about this envy and jealousy that people had, the two different types of people. Remember, this is a right way uh, for Christian living, a right way for Christian living, okay? God bless you. Come on back. Let's learn some more. Let God teach us. segment of the right way of Christian living, um, the ways of a Christian life. Um, Either way, we're talking about how we should live and why, what we should live for. And Paul here is in the book of Philippians. We're still in the first chapter Um, It's four chapters long, as I said before, and we're going to do the four chapters according to the will of God. But he ended the second segment saying that there was some jealousy. Christ was still being preached, even out of jealousy of him or out of goodwill. Nevertheless, Jesus Christ was being preached, and that was what was important. Um, the, The envy and jealousy part it's not good, but um, so it, it can be a tainted word because even though I'm teaching about Christ, I'm teaching hate. And so we got to be careful of those things. That's why um, I always say it's never good to get up in the uh, pulpit and come before God's people talking about other people slanderizing other people even if it is the truth we should not do those things we should always uh, talk about healing of people um, that may have some issues in their life Um, this is the main goal um, of love is that we pray you one for another and not uh, and not scandalize someone's name and so that's what not what Paul is doing here He's letting you know that the word of God was still being preached, even though there were some people out there that didn't like him. They were still preaching the word of God. Listen to what he says here in verse 16. The one preached Christ of contention, not sincerely opposing 
to add affliction to my bonds. And so they were trying to hurt him in a way. Um, the contention means against, to be against. And so they were preaching, um, but in a lot of ways they were speaking against Paul. And as I said earlier, those are not the way. That is not the way to do it. Even though I'm teaching Christ, I'm still teaching hatred. And so Paul is saying that, you know, um, it kind of taints the word of God. But he also is glad that Jesus Christ is being preached. See, that's the goal. That's the goal. Even though you may hate me, um, you're still preaching Christ Jesus. And it, and, and it is his hope that people learn about Christ Jesus. Remember, it's not about him, but his life is leading to a great knowledge of Christ. Ain't that good? Ain't that good to know? And so he says here in 17, but the other of love, those who are doing it out of goodwill, they're doing it out of love knowing that I am set for the defense of the gospel. He's a brother, and he, they're not going to scandalize his name because he's in jail, and um, he can't be before the people like they are. They are teaching the word of Christ to let us know and everybody else know that there is a right way for Christian living. And that way should be of Christ Jesus. We're going to get there. This lesson is going to be good. Trust me when I tell you. Listen, it's helping us. This, this book here alone is helping us to understand the ways of a Christian. Okay? Man or woman. The ways of a Christian. Okay? He says, in verse 18, he says, What then, notwithstanding, every way, whether in Pretense or in truth, Christ is preached, and I therein do rejoice, yea, and will rejoice. So you hear him. He says, even if they're faking it, Christ is still being preached. And this is the joy that he's having. Because even though you may hate him, even though you may talk about him, you're still preaching about Christ Jesus. Somebody's going to want to know why you do the things you do in the condition that you are. Don't you feel like Christ ain't with you? Why do you, uh, I see your, your um, struggles, I see your sorrows, and you're still preaching about this man, this God. You're still preaching about him, and he hasn't done, that's what they're saying. That's what they're saying, he hasn't done anything for you. You're still caught up in jail, locked up in chains. Look what you're going through, and you still trusting in him? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. There is a better life outside of this life. But a life again without Christ is not life at all. And so I'd rather be in chains. I'd rather be tied up and maimed just to know that I have Christ Jesus in my life. Yes, it is a joy to suffer for the ways of the Lord. Okay? The gospel is still being preached. And Paul is rejoicing in that. Because that's what he was given, his mission, to ensure that the word of God was preached. So I'll read that again, verse 18. What then, notwithstanding every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is preached. And I, brethren, do rejoice, yea, 
and will rejoice. 19, for I know that this shall turn to my salvation. I'm going to read that again. For I know that this shall turn to my salvation through your prayer and the supply of the Spirit of Jesus Christ. Listen, he is sure. I thank you, Jesus, that everything that is happening right now, he's do, he did and is doing the right thing. Even though they're preaching it of slander, he's doing the right thing because Jesus Christ is being preached. People are getting to know about Jesus Christ, and they're going to learn about Christ Jesus. They're going to learn about God. And he, so in so doing, he's done his job. And so an entrance shall be um, uh, made for him into the kingdom of heaven. It's about going to heaven. It's about living with Jesus Christ in the end. For I know that this shall turn to my salvation through, the, through your prayers. They're praying for him. And the supply of the spirit of Jesus Christ. Christ will give him strength. Verse 20, according to my earnest expectation, his earnest expectation, my hope, his hope, what is your hope, what is your expectation? That in nothing I shall be ashamed. He's not ashamed, but that will, that with all boldness, as always, so now also Christ shall be magnified in my body, whether it be by life or by death. Praise the Lord is getting is getting thick here, and, and 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 this is why God chose this book for us, a way of a Christian life, the ways of a Christian life. Okay, to understand that everything that we do is about Christ Jesus. Nothing shall be in vain. Anything that we do without Christ Jesus, it shall be in vain. Paul is saying right now, whether I'm living or whether I'm dead. Yes, Lord. His life shall be magnified in Christ Jesus, in the body of Christ, dead or alive. You see, because he's living totally for Christ. His boldness in the way that he acts and the things that he do, he shall not be ashamed of. Because he's living the life of Christ Jesus. He's doing what Christ has set out for him to do. His commission was given to him back in the book of Acts. And if you read that, you'll begin to understand I'm going to come back and I'm going to go to that book, the book of Acts. And, and when, when God spoke to Ananias, and I want to, I'm going to read that for you. And why you hear so much about Paul today and why Paul was given such a great assignment. Let's read this verse 21. For to me, to live is Christ and to die is gain. For me to live is Christ. And to die is gain. See, for me to live, yes, to live every day of our lives. When I started off this segment, is that we live every moment to wake up and to rejoice in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, to give Him praise and thanks for everything that He has done. Yes, and to die is gain. We made it. We're there. Come on, let's come back again and finish up this lesson. God bless you. See you soon.
we're going to end. This is the fourth segment of uh, the first chapter. And so, as you see, it gets quite interesting. Um, I'll try and shorten them up as we go further and further um, in. But I have to make sure that I am explaining it correctly. So you'll have 40 minutes. We're going to finish up with a couple of verses. And then we're going to thank the Lord for the lesson this morning. So we're going to go um, where he said, uh, 21, he says, For me to live is Christ and to die is gain. A right way for Christian living. Um, This is how we all should think and feel. Um, Verse 22 uh, of Philippians uh, chapter 1, he says, But if I live in the flesh, this is the fruit of my labor. Yet, what I shall choose, I want not. Is he having a hard time choosing whether to live with Christ or to live down here on earth? But either way, it didn't matter to him because he was doing the will of God, and that's what made him happy. That's what fulfilled his soul, the joy that he had. He says, For I am in strait betwixt two, having a desire to depart and to be with Christ, which is far better. He knew that. But even to be here with you, he was very excited about. He says, nevertheless, nevertheless, to abide in the flesh is more needful for you. So his his, um, willingness to stay down here on earth was only because he he wanted to teach the people more. The children of Philippians, the children of Philippi, the saints in Philippi. He wanted to teach them more about Christ. That he would be sure that even after he is gone, that they would continue in a right way, a right way of Christian living. Okay, this is what it's all about. That's why we study so. That's why we work so hard. That's why we read our Bibles every single day. We want to know about Christ Jesus, not about anything else or anyone else. But we want to know about Christ who gave his life for us. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. Paul said that in Romans chapter 1. All right? Let me go here. I promised you that I would go to the book of Acts, and I would um, tell you about Paul's commission. Um, that was given to him uh, by Ananias. Uh, God sent Ananias uh, to Paul uh, to heal him of his blindness. And, 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 and Ananias did not want to go. Um, and so I'm, going, I'm in the book of Acts chapter 9, if you can go there very quickly with me. This is when Paul was converted. And um, Ananias here, chapter 9, verse 11, it says here, it says, And the Lord said unto him, Arise, he's talking to Ananias, Arise and go into the street, which is called Straight, and inquire in the house of Judas, uh, for one called Saul of Tarsus. For behold, he prayeth. Now, this is after Christ had blinded Saul. And Saul is now in this home 
on Straight Street, um, and he's praying, and Ananias is being told to go there. Um, Paul's name was Saul then. He he had not been his name had not been changed yet. So he it was Saul, and you know who Saul was. He was a great sinner, and he had did some terrible things to the Christian people. And he and he has seen in a vision a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hands on him that he might receive his sight. So Ananias is going to heal him of his blindness. And listen to what Ananias says to God. Then Ananias answered, Lord, uh, he says, I have heard by many of this man how much evil he have done to the saints at Jerusalem. And here he have authority from the chief priest to bind all that call on the name, on thy name. Now you see, you see what Paul used to do uh, and what he's doing now in the book of Philippians. I'm hoping that you're understanding this. I want you to get this, who you are today and what is your calling and will you, uh, will you confess and profess your calling up until the day of your uh, demise? Up until the day that Christ calls you home, no matter what you're going through, will you be faithful unto Christ Jesus? That's what Paul was. Listen to what he says here. But the Lord said unto him, go thy way, for he is chosen, for he is a chosen vessel unto me to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel. For I will show him how great things he must suffer for my name's sake. That's Paul's calling. That's Paul's calling. All right? He was commissioned. He's suffering, and he's suffering, and he's going through very well because that's what he was called to do. Jesus Christ himself was called to suffer. He was called to give the word and to teach and to heal and to give his life on the cross. We are called for nothing less but even more and greater. Zebedee boys was wanting and desiring to sit on the right hand and the left hand of Jesus Christ. And Jesus said, those seats are not mine to give. He says, but can you eat? Can you drink of this cup that I am, um, that I drink of, that I will drink of? And then the Zebedee boys said, yes, we will. He said, could you be baptized of this baptism? that I'm going to be baptized of. And they say, yes, we will. Yes, we could. And Jesus says, surely you will. What he was saying was that my suffering, you will suffer as well. We all must pick up our cross um, and follow uh, Christ Jesus. We don't know what our struggles will be, but we're willing to suffer just the same. We're willing to go through just the same for the name of Christ Jesus. I hope that uh, this has helped you in some kind of way to know who Paul was. His name was Saul, and uh, he was being converted. Um, his life was being changed. And because of these words in Acts 9, uh, we'll come back to it. Acts 9, uh, 14, uh, 15, uh, and 16. Um, we will study a little bit more um, so you can get to know this man. Uh, who gave his life for Christ, okay, who gave his life for Christ, who suffered uh, through it all. Uh, 
um, just to make sure that Christ was known. Will you do that same thing? God bless you this morning. I love you. May peace in heaven smile down upon you. Uh, May every day that you live, you live it so that someone else will know about Christ Jesus. That's what it's all about. Can you do that? Uh, Come on back uh, tomorrow and we're going to study some more about uh, the ways of a Christian life. All right. God bless you.